Oh my god, I used to I used to fucking pause this with my friend to see if I could no. see when he crouched down. Absolutely. Absolutely. We would be like, wait, 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 we'll ride it, we'll ride it again. Pause it right here, pause it right here. Can you see the penis? Every time. Every time. Migas would have been the first over the log to pee. Absolutely. <laughs> There's dick out? What? Where's that dick? <laughs> seen that with Brie, Megan, Sista, and Princess Tegan Wu. We're three friends and a pup popping movie cherries and falling down fandom rabbit holes with comical social commentary. Each movie we watch and review at least one of us has never seen while the others sass, snack, squeal, and snuggle Tegan. All right. Woo. Welcome, Welcome back. back to Wait. Wait. You haven't seen, seen that. that. The podcast. podcast. I'm Megan. I'm Sista. I'm Bree. Woo! And today we are, we are watching, watching Now and Then. Oh my gosh. A delight. This is a Bree and Megan selection. I was pretty insistent. <laughs> you offered to do research for it. I did. Like, I did. Megan really wanted this to be the next non-Star Wars pick. Yes, and in the midst of writing my like graduate capstone project, I was like, no, we need to do now and then, and I'll do research for it, because it's a great fucking idea at the time. So here we are. I'm so grateful, There was no arguing with it. <laughs> sorry, sorry, everybody. You drove a hard bargain. You don't apologize on this podcast. Yeah, I'm real bad at it, you know that. All right, oh you want me to give the breakdown of the movie? Yes. What, what's the synopsis, Okay. Vegas. All right, here we are. Synopsis time. Three strong women, Roberta Martin, Rosie O'Donnell, Samantha Albertson, Demi Moore, and Tina Teeny Tercel. Three, but there's four. I'm, I'm aware. Melanie Griffith return home to reunite with their childhood friend, Chrissy DeWitt Williams, Rita Wilson. There she is. And see, and see her through the end of her first pregnancy. The four lifelong friends share their memories of the unforgettable summer of 1970. The summer their innocent young selves, Christina Ricci, Gabby Hoffman, Thora Birch, Ashley Aston Moore, grew up. That's it. That's pretty good. Yeah. Without giving anything away. Yeah, no spoilers, no spoilers. Mm. But don't worry, listeners, we're, we will spoil you. Yeah. Um, all... <laughs> The train's going. Spoilerville. Let's do it. So yeah, this is my first time. I'm the I'm the odd one out today. Um, oh, somehow. Right. Yeah, you both were very surprised when. Yeah. Horrified, I think was the more accurate term. Uh huh. Yeah, and I understand why totally and completely. This was a very lovely, beautiful coming of age tale with you know 
ladies and friendship is really all that like matters and what gets you through adolescence. Oh gosh, wonderful. And your parents are kind of the worst. Yeah. Oh yeah, parents are fallible. And also this took place in, as Megan just read, uh, the summer of 1970, which if my favorite murder has taught me anything, is essentially when children were, it was like the Wild West for children. They just <laughs> were free to roam. Like, yeah, take your bike, bike. don't wear a helmet, and, you know, talk to random hitchhikers on your way around town. It's fine. It's totally chill. Yeah, bike, like, whoever knows how many miles yeah, like, to the next neighboring Somewhere between town. 9 and 20 plus. miles. Yeah, Because yeah. right. we saw a 9 at one point. But right, but what, at what like point in their journey? <laughs> At what point in that journey was that nine mile sign? So after they found out about pudding tits. Oh yes. man, amazing. Oh my god. So, so wait, yeah, hold up. Before we fully dive in, uh, guys, what is your uh, beginning with this film? Yes. What, what role did it play in your yeah in your adolescence? Origin story time. Mm -hmm. You want to go first? No, you go first. Okay, all right. <laughs> so my origin story with this is my like best friend growing up and like still to this day, Whitney Pershbacher, shout out Whitney. Um, she was Whitney Bovet at the time, but anywho, she, she owned this movie and we had, she had it on VHS. And so in between sessions of playing Mario Kart on N64, we would watch now and then. And I think we watched this movie like probably 17 times when we were growing up, you know, it was like, when we were hanging out in her basement, she had like a pool table, you know, and obviously like the N64 setup and everything. So it was a rad house to hang out at <laughs> automatically. She also got a pool. It was great. So, Dang. Yeah. All the sleepovers at that house. All the sleepovers. It was awesome. Her mom made us Mickey Mouse waffles. It was a good time to be alive. So we watched this movie. And man, I mean, the relating was super hard. I loved this movie growing up. Um, yeah, it was awesome. And like, I was telling these guys while we were watching the film, we would like pause during the the scene where the boys, uh, the girls like steal all of the boys' clothes when they skinny dip and are like throwing their underwear everywhere. We used when the to... brothers are water wrestling. Yeah, yeah. yes. For some reason, yes. Boys nine being miles boys. out of town. Yeah, yeah. Oh, apparently. <laughs> Again, the seventies guys. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. But uh, we used to. Well, I yeah, I think it was both of us. We would just like try and pause, like right when that guy comes towards the camera with the like welcome mat wrapped around his waist. To try and get a peek. Peek that peek. Peek that peek. Because when you're 12, like, that's... I wanted to see. Exactly. I needed to know what they looked like. And before Google in your pocket, yes. you just, you had to get what you could. And that's, yep, yep. I can totally see that. Yes. I, on the other hand, just pretended like that was not a scene. <laughs> in my youth, I was like, uh, I'm not that excited about seeing that. So. Can't relate. Can't but I'm here for the shenanigans. Also, that Cosmo quiz they do in it. Yes. Um, Whitney and I used to make up our own Cosmo quizzes for each other. Oh, my God. And we would be like, all right, would you, A, give a blowjob, B, give a handjob. I had no idea what these terms meant. Also, like, when we would bring this shit up, Whitney had an older brother, so I think she knew some of this stuff. Sure. All of my friends were, like, the youngest kids. And oh, interesting. I was the only child, so I never knew anything, and they would just inform me of everything. Oh, yeah. My older siblings would be like, you don't know about this? You don't know about corn? And yeah. I'd be like, what's corn? What's with corn? You know? 
Mika says a youth. Corn rhymes with corn, guys. <laughs> it's true. I was trying to rhyme words with corn, and I said porn, and my friend Alexa was like, um, you know what that means, right? And I was like, no. I clearly had, like, no idea at all. Sweet, innocent baby. I was a sweet angel baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> amazing we're getting like a deep insight into like <laughs> megan's uh yeah yes i love it oh yes ah <sighs> uh, yes how about you brie yeah, did you learn that porn rhymes with corn i, <laughs> I did not learn that movies? lesson i <laughs> learned that i love, love 70s, 70s music yeah i mean i think there's, there's definitely some, some roots in this, in this for me, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> demi Moore, like Tina, uh, uh, young Tina, Tina as Thor Birch. Birch. Uh-huh. Yes. All, All the things. things. All so the ladies, good. except for Chrissy. <laughs> on both timelines. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Like, you really feel uh, they do a really good job of that, you know, multi friend group dynamic mm-hmm. and how, yeah, there's always a friend who, like, is kind of the downer sometimes. And, you know, but you need. That you need that person around because otherwise yeah you need, you need the buzzkill buzz friend you do because to otherwise you're going to get into too much shenanigans <laughs> and someone is actually going to be maimed or die yeah. like and all, all the almost drownings in this film like I oh can't. my god I can't all you could think about was Matt Lundy this is my <laughs> husband and he <laughs> he hates this movie so much he, <laughs> Matt is a uh, a former swimmer and he was a lifeguard for years off and on and yeah going to public pools or like you know river where there's children near water he, we can't stay for very long because he just gets too uncomfortable because he's like yeah like not enough people understands understand what it looks like to actually be able to swim and that when you're a kid you think you can but you actually can't and like that's when people drown and so the whole time I was just like Yep, everyone's drowning. Oh God, no parental supervision. Yeah, none of it. Yeah, I almost drowned in my youth. See, no, exactly. Like, oh gosh, trying to feed fish. Fell right in the ocean. Oh my God, that like the calm body of water, just the ocean. (laughs) I was on the east coast. The mysterious ocean. This is like my aunt and uncle and cousins out there. Yeah, I was. I had, like got it was like a quarter slot by the dock or whatever, and I like went over there. I was like four. Yep, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I that sounds didn't right. know how to swim. Of course not, no. because you were four. And yeah, and I like bent over to feed the food, and I fell in. And then my mom and this like rando dude jumped in to save me. My dad was like, "Get in there, Kathy." And she was like, "Sorry, I got this." She was like, "You're an asshole." Kathy McCord right in, tell us the true events. Yeah, well, she she gave us the play-by-play. I was telling the story for years, and I said both of my parents jumped in, and she was like, your dad did not tell Some random guy. He wasn't getting wet for that. He was, yeah, she was like, no, no, he told me to go in and get you, and she, like, lost her shoes in the process. Oh, It was a whole situation. Anyway, sorry, I didn't... I digress. I anyway, I mean, again, that was a huge. There were multiple the points here. Yes. Digress. True. True. <laughs> but what else was your OG story? Yes, free. Really um, I, I don't know. It's it's also kind of one of those where I don't really remember my life without this movie. Uh huh. And my sister and I. I mean, it was just always either the soundtrack was going or this was on or. 
Yeah, it was Pocahontas, maybe. maybe you know? <laughs> yeah, he mixed it up with Pocahontas. Yeah, you, know, you got to have a little variety. Nice. Obviously, nice. yes. But I mean, it was just like I wanted that friendship so so bad. Yeah, it never happened for me. And also, I think I am the Chrissy, which is my favorite. But you're not a Chrissy. Okay. Yeah, I promise you. You're definitely okay. not a Chrissy. <laughs> Talking yeah, about. I'm, I don't know. I was like, shit, am I the Chrissy? You are not the Chrissy. No. You don't think sex is a garden with a watering can. True, but I, at the time, I think I was the Chrissy. I had no, like, information. I had no, like, value, like, real valuable information that I could work from. Yeah. I mean, clearly I didn't either. I didn't have older siblings and therefore knew nothing. You see, I had, I had two older siblings that were much older. Right? Yeah. I watched The Birdcage when I was like six or something. I don't know. Like, what are you going to do? Uh, it's amazing. Oh, my Dear God. Lord. Oh, I love it. So do you guys want to hear about the movie a little bit? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, let's hear about some I of the, the, how the it bad came news to be. over with what I'm going to yeah. be upset about. Megan okay. was like teasing us with like, <laughs> so there's some really good news, and Brie, you're also going to be really pissed. I mean, that's how she started the movie. Like the credit, like the like the title hadn't even come up yet, and we were like, okay, all right. I did say those things. <laughs> Tell us. Okay, we're waiting on bated breath. Let's yeah, go. Okay. I can't. Well, this this film was released in '95, which is exciting. That checks out. It was a yeah. good time, mid '90s. It was yeah. great. Um, yeah, and the director was Leslie Linka Gladder, and so she had done um, before this. She had done some TV stuff. She did Twin Peaks on TV. Stop. What? Yep. yep. And then she did NYPD Blue. Um, those were both like Twin Peaks. She was doing that in '90, '91, and then in uh, NYPD Blue was 94 and then her filmography after now and then um she did law and order svu she did freaks and geeks she did gilmore girls she did the oc she did Grey's anatomy she did west wing she did heroes she did she's a badass she she did weeds she did house she did madman she did pretty little liars she did the newsroom she did homeland stop it yeah right i wrote down a lot of hers because i was like holy shit yeah. Yeah. So this movie also was like um, written, directed, edited, and produced by women, which is very significant. Yes, very significant for '95. And um, yeah. And so, okay. Before I get into like producing and writing and all that fun stuff, I'll get into the bad news. Yeah, so you guys because know. I can't. Right. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm the like off. Let's leaving go. it on the brother. So um the so the approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes for this like with viewers was like ninety five percent. Yeah. The critic review of this twenty eight percent. Oh. Also, a story about women. Let's, yeah. It's a bummer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So about black, black women, black people, or women. People don't critics won't like it. it. Yeah, that is clear to me now, and I. Yeah, I did not think that previously, and but yeah, I mean, every time we do this podcast, I'm like, yep, that is just true time and time again. So, um, yeah, so uh, I think it was Ebert, um, and what's his face? I can't even remember. Roger Siskel. Siskel. No, no, it was yeah, it was it was after he died. Yeah, yeah. No, it was Sis. What was it? Siskel and Ebert. Siskel and Ebert. Thank you. Yeah, um, yeah, and so they gave this two thumbs down. Oh Because it's just like Stand by Me. Which is a fair comparison. Okay. And I, will I mean, it, it is, but, but like, like d- 
more than 10 years apart in happening. Yeah. And also, Stand By Me is all boys, so guess what? Women don't see themselves in it. Yeah. You know Representation what? matters. I know, I know. Well, I'm like, you know what? We have to, like, be okay with our story not being told, like, all the fucking time and connecting with protagonists yeah. that are different than that us. That don't look like yeah. us. Yeah. Which, you know, white men do not have to do that. Um, their story gets told, and it has to be a reflection of them exactly or they therefore cannot relate. And so that was, I think, some of the criticism coming into this. And um, people did say like there was, like it was a little trite at times, which I would agree with. Fair, but 95 was pretty trite all around. Thank you. Well, and also I brought this up af like after we watched it too, that when you're that age, trite things seem you're like experiencing them for the first time so it feels very important and yeah. like defining right does not feel trite at the time i guess like that that didn't read to me as like inappropriate it read to me as like representative of the age that they were at that, yeah right yeah. right and it's like yeah that's when you're starting to like download some life lessons yeah yeah it's true i just didn't see a whole lot of like actual legitimate criticism um you know i that was really the only criticism i found and therefore it was a 28 percent which is fucking ridiculous because if you guys remember like i mean the associate thankfully got higher than that um and like but like yeah fucking what one of the star wars attack of the clones or whatever that Ugh. second one got higher than this which is appalling to me it's i cannot it's white men yeah i know and i'm like it bothers the fuck out of me so anyway, that's disappointing. That was what but was, not surprising. That is what pissed yeah. me off, and it was also not surprising. And let me give you a quote from the writer of this because she talked about this a little bit. Um, so I read uh, an interview with her. So the writer for this was um, I, Marlene King. Um, I can't remember what the I stands for right now, but anywho, that's like how she's credited. Mm -hmm. And she said of that of that Siskel and Ebert review, the two thumbs down. She, she said she was talking to her mom, and her mom was, like, super devastated and disappointed by that. She was like, oh, mom, they're just two old dudes, and we could put two old white dudes in there. They're not going to get it, but the audience will. And she was fucking right, because this scored number two in the box office on the really? weekend. Yeah. How much did it make? It made $37.5 million. Whoa. Yeah. It was budgeted at $12 million. Nice. So still made a good profit. Yeah, I was like, fuck you, Ebert. <laughs> yeah. 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 Guys, well, I'm going my brain from now on. Like, yeah. I can't. Like, just beca like, because of a few different things, but yeah. this one in particular, I was like, fuck you. This is the nail in the coffin, buddy. Yeah. I we don't value your opinion here. Yeah, because I'm like, I, I get how it's similar to Stand By Me. Like, yes, yeah, there's like but... four main characters. Yes, they're on like a coming of age story. And yes, it does have to deal with like a murder situation. Right. But like, they're very different stories, in my opinion. Totally different. And, and, is, all, yeah. and what? Are you going to... You're just going to write off... No. I mean, right. like, you're just going to write off every coming in age, of coming of age story that includes a group of friends. It's like, like we love... Because Stand By Me. We exists. love telling We can't have story. another one. This, this is the only one. one. Well, and it's like, that's ridiculous because humans love telling those stories. Like, we retell We retell constantly. Nothing's original. What? No. I don't know. Right? I know, we bring this up all the time yeah. with, like, you know, with, like, Harry Potter yes. and Star Wars and, like, the fucking orphan trope. Like, that shit yeah. is told time and time again. Like, 
get over it. I mean, yeah, we've got the Golden Trio in Harry Potter. We've got the Scooby Gang in Buffy. Like, anything to do with, like, adolescence and coming of age generally, right, it has a friend group because for a lot of people, as this movie very much illustrates, like, when you get to that, you know, 12 to 13 age, you're kind of like, maybe my parents aren't perfect and not everybody's home life is ideal and so you find family elsewhere that's like a really common human experience yep um maybe Cisco and Eber are just bitter because they never experienced it maybe or maybe they just like didn't want to listen to girls talk for an hour and a half that's probably so, yeah. more of what it is oh man anyway so that was the frustrating part sure but also I knew you guys were gonna love that it was made by women yeah I thought it was gonna be way worse I thought like the director was gonna turn out to be like a white supremacist now or something I was pretty nervous Bree's ready to brace herself for all of her heroes these days like doing blackface or being a white supremacist no no no, and the writer of this is who I was talking about, actually. Um, she was the one who is a lesbian. She's been married to her partner for many years now, and they have two boys. But Is, yeah. is any of it, like, based on her experiences? Yes, it's 100% based on her experiences. And she's Sarah's Demi Moore's character? She's Demi Sam. Moore's character. Obviously. Yes. They're verifying everything that I've felt over the years. Yes, absolutely. That is very true. There was a lot of lesbian subtext in this film, which is awesome. Yeah. Yes. Mainly... From Demi Moore. Yeah. Right? yeah. But Which then, like, I mean, even Roberta, Roberta yes. like, with Chrissy uh-huh. later in life, and, like, I mean, even. Really? I mean, the whole like, vibe just was. They, they all, all slept together, together at some point. point. They, they all slept, slept with Not Chrissy, Sam. though. No. no. Oh, no. no. I, I so, guys, I well, just. Well, from a really repressed standpoint, I don't know. No, I don't think so. She'll eventually sleep with Roberta. You think so? Yeah. Like when maybe she has like a if she midlife gets crisis or something. Right. Okay, so this occurred to me while we were watching it um, that these like ladies are kind of like little marauders. Like, yes. And like lady marauders. So who's who? Ooh. I know. Well, do you want to explain I mean, first what yes. marauders, marauders are? Uh, from the Harry Potter <laughs> Just because I know like, some people aren't going to get that. So uh, In the Harry Potter universe. You've made it this far. You're probably on board with Harry Potter. I would hope so because like, we reference it constantly. And if you don't and you're still here, like, God bless. Um, so in, the, in Harry Potter canon, uh, the marauders are uh, Harry's father, James Potter, um, and his best friends, Sirius Black. Remus Lupin and Peter Pettigrew, and they were given that term, uh, that name when they were at Hogwarts, and they were troublemakers and pranksters and like this core group. Same as this, where it's like some of them, some of their home lives were not great, and so they kind of stuck together and supported each other, and um, it's like the whole crux of why like the actual betrayal that happens, like that leads to the death of Harry's parents, is like so crazy. Anyway, so. Um, who's who? We got James. I know who Tell me. Is who? Who's, who's who? I mean, like, it's okay, not okay. super hard, but. No, I know. I'm like, listen, it's very easy for me. Chrissy is clearly Peter. We'll Obviously. We'll Sorry, Chrissy. But, like. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like, yeah. 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 You've made it too easy, Chrissy. So that's where we're going. Sorry, girl. Uh, Sorry, and then Sam is James. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then. You think so? Or yes. is Roberta James? No. I think Roberta is definitely Lupin, 110%, because she's got this, like, sad death backstory mm. and is, like, super, like, not okay with themselves. Yeah. Just saying. And then you've got, like, your main protagonist character, who is James, and who is, like, 
struggling with other things, but not with his, like, identity, I wouldn't say. Right. Like, finding comfort in the fighting. Right. And, like, yes. No, sizing up the situation before anyone else does. Yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, I could see either of those two maybe flip-flopping mm-hmm. girls. Yeah. Sirius is very clearly Tina. Yeah. <laughs> That's a peacock girl. Yep, yep. Yeah. Can I see your boobs? Pe- yes, that's serious. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. You want to make your argument? No, dude. I mean, so are, are they, they all Gryffindors, Gryffindors then? <sighs> no. No. What are their houses? Oh, yeah. Let's talk houses. Um, well, should we talk about characters first? Like, we sure. haven't even really talked about the four main characters. Okay. We'll talk about the characters <laughs> and place them in their houses as we do. Sounds great. Perfect. So, okay, so we've got Sam Albertson is the main character. Ravenclaw. And that, yes. Yes. Hard. And that is Gabby Hoffman is the younger version, and then Demi Moore is the older version. Yeah. Also so the character that the writer. Yes, and the character that the writer is embodying. Yeah, absolutely. Or the that the story is based on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Totally. Yeah, and the writer, so this was, she like wrote literally like her parents went through a divorce. Yeah, all that, all that shit. So that all happened. Also, the it's authentic. Her mom dressed like that. I hope so. Does she still have the outfits? I don't know. That's a great question. Does she have those patent leather white knee high boots and those weaves? Can I borrow them? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Also, the 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 wig game game between Cloris Leachman, the grandma, (laughs) and the mom was amazing. Yeah, amazing. It's a nice tie together. Those two characters. Right, and who knew wigs were like. I don't know. That, that yeah, in like, the in the seventies, I wouldn't have known. And, and where, where were they in Indiana? Yes. Indiana, yeah, yeah, like suburbia. Yes, because mm-hmm. they were in what is it? Gaslight Edition. Yeah. I Did think anyone the feel like that was a little like, ooh, that doesn't feel good in twenty nineteen? Gaslighting. Yeah. Also, those don't seem safe. Um, no. So that the movie was initially going to be called. Gaslight oh, no. edition, no. Yeah. which is the neighborhood that the story is based on. Right. So that's which why. is not great. No, and then the pr- the new line was like, no, no. It's too much <laughs> like gaslighting. No. And, and people were like, yeah, good call. That's way better. Think this, you know, nothing set in stone. Jeez, I would shake the hand of whoever made that decision. Seriously, uh, good call. You saved the movie. Good call. You sure did. And <laughs> no one would have seen that. No. Oh. Yeah, they saved that. That is... It's a good save. It was a good save. Good <laughs> job. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, so what else? Oh, and then we're talking... Okay, so then there's Roberta, who uh-huh. is Christina Ricci slash Rosie O'Donnell. What up, Best Rosie? love. Uh, anyway, that's Zekaposh Queen. I think that might be my favorite character, but probably. I don't probably. know if you guys have a favorite character, but mm-hmm. anyone but Chrissy. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So she is she a Griff? Roberta? Yeah. I feel like I yeah. Feel... Yeah. I was going to say that too. That might be the other part. And like the figure of the death and like how she handles the kiss situation. Yeah, that's true. And she's got, oh, you know, she's the only girl in her family. She's probably got to like slither around to get like what she needs to have. See, but I think because she's the only girl, she has to be more assertive and like, you know, that kind of bold, outgoing thing to like, yeah. 
keep her head above water. And Yeah, I feel like all of her actions are driven by Griff values. Because mm-hmm. I think the, the Slither values, like, resourceful, ambitious, I don't know, I don't feel like those are coming through as much for me. I get where you're coming from on it, but... I, I feel like it reads more Griff to me. Totally. But she, like, thinks through things maybe a little better than typical Griff. I don't know, because she... She clearly does not she think picks that fights. She, she picks <laughs> fights. She will fake her death by, like, jumping off of tall things into water. She To, to prove that people care about her. Yeah. Can we talk about how fucked up that is? <laughs> I'm sorry, but... The more we talk about it, the more I'm like, she's she's a full-on grip. Well, the makeout <laughs> scene was so, oh my gosh, was uh, really well done. Like the first kiss, but the idea. Uncomfortable as but that's adult. the thing. But that's the part. It's like, I mean, do you at that your age, first kiss? exactly. Yeah. So uncomfortable. It's <laughs> uncomfortable <laughs> as an adult because it's too real. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to relive that. <laughs> so that's the difference. I'm it down. I'm like uncomfortable then. It's uncomfortable now. Think about it. (laughs) That's the part, but it's also exciting at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the Griff coming out in her, too, I think, a little bit, where she, like, she was like, all right, fuck it. Like, let's Let's figure what this is. Yeah, exactly. It's, so so I, it feels a little bit like going on a swing as as an adult. (laughs) That is a very good parallel, (laughs) and I'm into it. as an adult like your hips are too wet and so it like presses in is not comfortable yeah, I don't but like you it. still want to reach <laughs> the height the sensation of the swinging as an adult like your equilibrium is really different <laughs> <laughs> and that is oh, the inner oh, ear just God. starts acting up mm. a little bit yeah oh yeah nauseous <laughs> <laughs> making me feel old uh, <laughs> for real though for real though people God. change it's yeah. true <laughs> It's true. Oh, man. Not necessarily how you would think they do. Nope. No, no, no. Yeah, first... Oh, God. First kisses. First kisses. So fucking awkward. Sorry. So awkward. I cannot get over it. I'm, like, trying to think back to my first kiss, which was very awkward. I am trying to think now, like... <laughs> I've blocked that shit out. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <sighs> I was in third grade when I had my first kiss, which is kind yes. of... Yes. Christ. And my friends were like, oh, no. And I was like, he's so cute. I don't oh, know. Man, this was the setup for the rest of your life, huh? <laughs> for real, though. Fuck boys in third grade. But now I'm trying to think about, like, high school. was the fuck boy. That's Maybe. the thing. Yeah, I don't know. You get in the pen, and you either are the lion or you become the lion. So, <laughs> anyway. Okay. Thoughts <laughs> from elementary age sister. Oh, wow. No, it was really cute. I mean, obviously, it was, like, peck. You know, it was really adorable. But I'm trying to think about, like, high school. I can't remember if it was a game of spin the bottle in my friend Jenna's basement or if it was, like, the first boy. See, I'm not including spin the bottle. I'm talking, like, authentic On a date, like, kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't even, I don't know. Mine happened when I was playing hide-and-go-seek. Oh, so a different not game. On a date. <laughs> oh, God. We were hiding. The hormones were going. Yes. Um, I was like, oh, oh. God, her thighs are touching. Oh, it's happening. No. It's happening. Getting <laughs> that swinging sensation. I, yes. I think I was in eighth grade. Yeah. And the boy who I kissed was, I think, a year older than me. I was either seventh or eighth grade. Mm-hmm. He might have been eighth grade. I might have been seventh grade. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. Or he, I was eighth and he was a freshman. I don't know. One of the two. <laughs> But yes, 
<laughs> Nick, if you're still out there, and not thinking about you. <laughs> <laughs> really happy Megan, we're not together. Megan's a moved on, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird first kiss, and there it is. <laughs> that's cute, though. During hide and seek, that's yes. like very perfect, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's when that stuff happens. It's very hormonal. As they all are. Like, it's just... <laughs> oh, no. Sorry, too much? Too much. Too much. Don't care. Just saying it. I'm glad I get wine. <laughs> yes, Bree is drinking wine. Oh, goodness. To cease is an iced tea. That's yep. <laughs> true. And it's two in the afternoon. Yep. <laughs> yep. But it's the weekend, goddammit. You do what you want. It's the weekend and yeah. mud season. Again, always dating the episodes. Yeah, a little Although bit. we're closer to the timeline now, right? We are it's much true. closer. Yeah, we are way less ahead than we used to be, so it's not stressful at all. <laughs> Editing Megan. <laughs> it's fine. Our lives Misses it when we had, like, five in the, like, just sitting, but that's not... We took the summer off, so... We did. So Here we are. Here it is. I'm so sorry. Let's continue. Okay, continuing on. We talked about Roberta, right? Okay, so let's talk about Chrissy. Oh, Chrissy. Chrissy DeWitt played by Ashley Aston Moore, and then Rita Wilson as a grown-up. Um, what do we think, Housewives? Our, oh. oh, she's... I mean, she's I want to say huffle. huffle, right? Yeah, because she, right, she, like, wants to make... Well, she she wants everyone to have <laughs> snacks and to, like, be safe. Yes. I, I feel <laughs> that. I get it. Like, <laughs> she is. That's she accurate. is. Yeah. She's she a punches her best friend in the face for faking for her faking death. her death. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That moment, which of is it a got good too call. Real. I definitely yes. was like, yeah, she deserved to be punched uh-huh. in the face for that one. <laughs> and Sasha, I'm sure she liked it. Yeah, and just like, yeah, never for her too. That kind of shows, like, yeah, my friend really does care that much. Yeah, yeah, and also Huffle having a nice boundary. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never boundary. again. I'll fucking kill you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> If you fake dying again, I'll fucking kill you. And yeah. also, I just had burp poop in my hair, and I hate getting dirty, so fuck you. Yeah. And you're always getting me dirty anyway. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. That was, so that was another thing. The characterization of all of the the girls and then the women, like, was really, really well done. And, yeah, everyone has either been that friend or had that friend, you know, at many different moments in this. Yes. Yeah. Re- very relatable. It's really easy to see yourself in all of them. Yes. Yeah. At some point. At some point. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, if I had a friend who did that, I don't know if I would punch them, but I would certainly be like, I will murder you. Yeah. Never again. Never again. No more water in you. Get away from the water. Yep. Yep. I remember always, like, really craving to have, uh, like, these friendships that ran that deep where you, like, needed to have that, like, punch in the face. To, like, be like, yo. No. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I feel like uh, my core friend group in high school was a little bit like that. We knew each other since like kindergarten. Yeah, I had yeah, I had a group of friends like that too. And we still hang out. Yep, us too. Yep. And it is weird because like, and that thing does happen where you know like someone in the group takes a more traditional path, right, and gets married first and has the kid first, yeah. and like you. That is me and my friend group. You are Megan. I'm Chrissy. God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. It's a hard realization. Oh, God. That's amazing. But I feel like it kind of... I need you to cosplay as Chrissy. (laughs) You and Tegan can match. Bree and I will make you matching suits. Oh, Oh, God. God. 
good. Well, just like in your like puff paint, fuchsia, yes. sweatsuit like situation. Like Cardi with yeah. the ruffle, all yes. sweatshirt material. Yes. Leggings, puff paint, with bows. light pink bows, puff yes. painted, and stripes. Mm -hmm. oh, God. We'll make it. I don't need need Tegan to be my belly man. It's true. <laughs> so listeners, if you haven't gathered this already, I'm pregnant. So <laughs> nugget mm, happening mm, mm. right now. So yeah, I was definitely we're having a Christmas podcast, baby. Pod baby, yeah, it's happening. Oh, baby, baby, I did in. learn in now and then that the skin to skin. We're not having this conversation again. It starts and ends here. <laughs> I learned some stuff about baby delivery. Yeah, yes. that's true. And that's I will true. not be there, Megan. No, I will I be in the waiting room. I yeah, I don't know if I want people right there. I was just say <laughs> That might be an Aaron job only. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't know. You know, I don't know. I don't know. This is all new territory for me, and I'm pretty uncomfortable with most of it. So I just have to say one thing. Except for I did to... almost buy the baby uh, gold pleather jacket in oh, the oh, yesterday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need it. I need it. I wasn't it. sure. I was like, I this could be great for a girl or a boy. Exactly. There you go. There oh you my go. god. Oh my god. <sighs> Love it. Love Maybe it. it's still there. I'm sure it is. He's so, buying that in this town for the child. You. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Not my child, but <laughs> a child. Hey. You got you got a uh, friend's child coming, mm -hmm. so it's all good. That's no. the kind of aunt Bree's gonna be. It I is. will get you sequined and gold things. Yes. yes. And I love Exclusively. it. Exclusively. And yep. I'm in rainbows. Yes. Yep. Oh my god! But anywho, so I was talking to Aaron. And glow in the dark things. <laughs> I was talking to Aaron last night on our drive home, and I was like, "Are you like prepared to be like my coach in that delivery room? Because like oh. we've been talking about like the whole doula situation. Mm -hmm. Do we want to go to that road? So I will take zero comments on this, listeners. So don't even fucking think about chiming in on this. But um, and I was like, "Honey, I don't." You all right with that? You going to be okay? You you feel up to it? And he was like, I mean, do you feel like I'm up to it? Like, you know, like, clearly was like, I, yes. Does and then, and then was like, wait, what... wait, is it going to be, are you okay with me doing that? Are you fine with that? <laughs> Should I doubt myself? Are you doubting me? Oh and I was God. like, oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> wait, so he understands what it is going to entail? He's reading a book right now called okay. The Birth Partner, oh. which I'm very mm. impressed. Yeah, I'm impressed, but not interested. <laughs> You don't have to be. It's <laughs> job, not yours, so that's okay. God's You're off speed. the hook. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you fine. You fine. That's not your job, not your role, not your problem. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling very Sam's mom right now. There Just you go. only self-referencing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sam's mom. <laughs> oh, worst. no. Girl, if only I had those outfits. Ooh, those no. glasses, And though. also that that kitchen yes. dining room. I'm that's yeah, with the table they hide under. Right. Seven. Oh Here for it. Yeah. Amazing. All right, should we talk about Tina? Yes. Okay. <sighs> Tina. Right. Uh, yeah, so Tina, Thora Birch is the young actress, and then Melanie Griffith is the uh, adult. So what do we think, Tina? Tina? I feel like she's a Griff, but that's my opinion. Well, but wait, what about Slither? She's very ambitious. She might be Slither. I know. But she's inventive because of the pudding. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I always tend to gravitate towards um, Griff when it's like in reference to a performer. I agree. Yeah. But I don't know. I think she's a hybrid. Yeah. Slither, Slither Griff. Griff. Slither because, Griff. I mean, she's... Do we have two Slither Griffs in here? Possibly. Crazy. 
Well, because she's also Roberta, like. Roberta, you guys ruled out as a slip. I did. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I think so. Because she also tends to have this attitude of like, I'm not concerned with it if it doesn't directly affect me mm-hmm. or these three other people that I care about. Yes. Which is pretty slow there. That is and pretty her parents, slow there. I mean, she's yeah, just she, like. There's a reason she's like that. Her yeah. parents. Oh my God. Yeah, that is pretty funny. That's she's seriously. like, they fucking suck. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, <laughs> I really appreciate how she lives her life. Yeah. Her, like, younger life, I think, is more interesting than her older life. Mm-hmm. Although, I do love that white outfit that Melanie Griffiths. Oh, my God, that she shows up in. So yeah. good. Our first, yeah, when this character comes on street screen for the first time, she gets out of a limousine. White limousine. White limousine. With the only black person in the entire movie, which you don't see till the end. He is reading a comic book, mm-hmm. though, at, when they're trying to leave because the baby's coming. An X-Men comic book. Amazing. Sorry. Yeah. Don't apologize for that. That is... <laughs> That's important information. I'm not into detail. X-Men, and I'm into that. <laughs> Black nerds. Yeah. But she uh, is in this, like, 90s, like, power white suit with this mini skirt. Oh, yeah. It's like... And white heels. The miniest. White heels. <laughs> like, she <Killer> showed... legs. <laughs> she showed up Killer in this legs. outfit. This was... I'm just thinking about her making this choice before she left. Like, I'm she coming a for a for baby shower slash, like, my friend's birth. Yep. This is it. Like, this, this is, is it. it. It's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> amazing. Uh, amazing. That's hilarious. Oh, goodness. That is excellent. I just want everyone to know that Bree just <laughs> literally took the entire computer with Picked her. Picked it up. So that Still she, recording. Yeah, so that the mic would stay connected to her and she could go get the box of wine. It's now on the table. It's <laughs> hilarious and I love it and I'm in full support. Oh, box goodness. wine. Box. I've been going through wine too fast lately, so I was like, you know what? Yeah, you know, you gotta lean into that box, man. I I get it. I, get I had it. my boy Chad at Ski House. Yep. You know, guide me, and I'm I'm very satisfied. Very Please good. Your choices now. Excellent. Yep. Good. And now I've got a portable box of wine that I don't have to worry about breaking the bottle. I love I it. I don't really have to worry about it running out. Telling BB to pick up more wine. There you go. <laughs> and being like, God damn. <laughs> I love you, but god damn. All right. You drink too much wine. Right. <laughs> You're like, look. My like wine to dog death ratio is. Oh yes. gosh. True We've so had much. some sad times over the last couple weeks, guys. Uh, Tegan yeah. is fine. On the yes, couch. Tegan is totally fine. Tegan's on couch. Tess Marie is totally fine. She... He's not totally fine. He's sick again, but he's fine. Yeah. yeah. He's got a stress bacterial too. infection or something. Oh. Yeah, Tessa had like a bacterial infection recently too. What's I don't know. On? Just a lot of weird poops. Anyway, sorry. Hostel poops <laughs> are perfectly fine. Good. <laughs> We gotta have one regular gal. Hustle Marie, she will you. hold it down. Uh, <laughs> dear God. God, I'm so sorry. This tangent I really took a turn. It's all happening. All right, characters. Should we get, should we get back? Huh? Uh, so yes. we talked about all the characters. Should we talk about? Um, I didn't really get into like more about the writer. So apart from um, what she did in now and then. She also wrote, directed, and produced, um, and was named the showrunner for Pretty Little Liars. Oh, really? That was interesting. Yeah. And this and Pretty Little Liars obviously came out much later than now and then, but I think definitely was informed. No, no, no. It's been like ended two years ago. Yeah. Or is it still going? Oh wait, you know what? I'm thinking of Big Little Lies. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They have the same like ad colors. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Very different. Same color. Very different shows. (laughs) But both. 
like about women. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Isn't there a murder element? In yes. Pretty yeah. Little in Lies? both of them. Yes. Definitely in Big Little Lies, but I've actually never seen Pretty Little Lies. I have never seen Pretty Little Liars either. So oh. listen, I you, sorry, y'all can't bring it. You've seen Pretty Little Liars? I'm pretty sure I saw the first season of it. I know there's something that Nikki really was binging. Yes. Uh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> How did I know? <laughs> there's a thing about A. I don't know. I don't know what that right. is. Right. There's some I think that's like, like the murder yeah. or something. Right. There's some really mystery remember, in that. But I think I watched it. But it's about yeah. teenagers. Yes. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah. It, it feels a little, from what I'm recalling, maybe I'm just like, hybriding Riverdale in it. Yes. I feel like it has a similar vibe, though. Yeah. Like, they're in the same vein. Yeah. See, and I couldn't, I couldn't do the Riverdale thing. I was like, oh, okay, this is too dramatic for yeah. me. I can't handle oh, it. Oh, man. Season two just got... I couldn't finish it. Off like, the, the, the first season, I was like, this is just, like, fun and campy enough in, like, a lighthearted way. Right. Like, the aesthetic I really like. This is fun. And then it took it, tried to take itself too seriously, and I was yeah. like, oh, okay. Hard pass. <laughs> I'm out now. Sorry. Yeah. Even BB, like, tried a little bit, and then we're like, nah. No. No, no, no. I'm done. Yeah. I'm also, I'm always down for a Scooby gang, you know? So the first season had a lot of that, and, yes. yeah, that yes. part. But... Anyway. anyway, I would like an actual Betty and Veronica Archie movie. Like more um, true to the, true actual, to the comic. actual comic. The yeah. actual comic is like, I read the comics growing up. Yeah. It's pretty like gender roly. Yeah. Super hard. Just so we're all clear. Jughead's like pretty misogynistic. Really? Oh, I yeah. Don't that. Oh, I mean, They're I was all. just saying yeah. for Betty and Veronica and Cheryl Blossom. They're just, like, the least in the comic, but... I don't know, but he always has lines about how, like, Reggie is the most the misogynistic most. in the comic. I just remember, sure. like, <laughs> lines about, like, don't take her seriously, she's a woman. Oh like, that God. kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Read that shit growing up. Well, because he I mean, was, like, I did too, never but interested. I, just, I don't know. Yeah, I think I just ignored all the parts that weren't Betty, Veronica, and Cheryl. Well, see, there it is. <laughs> okay, so... will do it right there. But well, also, like, I even had issues with, like, the roots. female dynamics in that oh. because yeah, it was, I like, mean, Betty and Veronica great. always pitted against each other. Yeah, forever but sometimes they would come together. It's like Rarely, female rivalry, sometimes. and I was like, oh, this is gross, I hate it. <laughs> in a world where your worth is based on men, all the women are your enemies. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> exactly. Did you just write that? Yeah. New, <laughs> new hit song. Oh. New hit song. Should that be our, like, also... <laughs> Part of our intro, right? Like <laughs> there you go. There you go. Cut it in. Oh, dear God. Okay. But for real. Well, okay, so Brie, maybe you'd want to try to get back into Riverdale, at least for certain points, because Cheryl is written as bisexual in this current iteration. I've not seen any of her doing I don't, that. I don't think I'm up for it. You're not? You're all not worth it. <laughs> not worth it. I can just know, but no. That's enough. That's fair. That's, That's fair. fair. Yeah, you gotta have your limits. Um, you guys want to hear about like the cast and like what they mm-hmm. did before, what they did after, things like yeah, that. Yeah, where are we in Rosie O'Donnell's career? Yeah, excellent question. So decoupaging with Martha Stewart <laughs> every weekend with white wine. <laughs> you know that they do. <laughs> so Rosie, let's see. Before um, she did this movie, she had done A League of Their Own. Mm-hmm. She had done Sleepless in Seattle. She had oh, done. Oh, I forget that she's in. That. Totally. So a lot she's of like these the guys are in Sleepless Ryan, in Seattle. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
A lot of the cast is in Sleepless in Seattle. Oh, really? Yeah. That was, like, not a movie. I think I've maybe seen the whole thing once, maybe. I think I've also maybe seen the whole thing once. I've seen it a couple times. I definitely have popped in and out when it's been on TV before. Yeah. It's a bizarre like, right. premise. It's like, his wife dies, and then, weird. like, he's on the radio with, like, Delilah or something, and then... He, like, calls Meg in... Meg Ryan... And is essentially talking about how he misses his wife, because for... Anyone out there who was born after, I don't know, 92, um, <laughs> <laughs> calling into like a talk radio was a thing. That was a thing. That was a thing. It still happens. Delilah is still on the radio somehow. Oh, amazing. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, it. I definitely think that's still a thing. She's the only one. <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah, and she, yeah. Slash, she's probably a witch. She'll live forever. Oh, good. I, like, love for her. in high school. <laughs> it's really embarrassing, but I loved it so much. <laughs> like, middle to, like, early high school, I was like, what if I call into Delilah? <laughs> <laughs> what if she gives me life advice and it changes my life? I mean, oh, yeah. young Megan, stop. Okay. Amazing, though. Anyway. We've learned a lot about young Megan I, in this last, uh, like, 40 yep. minutes. It's too, it's too much, and I'm sorry. I'm um, not sorry, even <laughs> remotely. There's no reason you should be sorry. <laughs> no, but Meg Ryan's character in that film, essentially, like, here's this guy talking about how much he misses his dead wife, which is totally valid, and then, like, kind of <laughs> stalks stalker. him. Yep. To, Meg like, Ryan, yes. Right? Yes. yes. That was also a period of time where, like, Meg Ryan just was in in every rom-com, and it was just... I did love You've Got Mail. Oh, yeah. Forever and always, I will die on that sword. That's a pretty pretty great... It is. I like it, too. Yeah. Anyway. And the rewatch of it is not bad. Sorry, guys. I know. I'm like... Sorry, guys. (laughs) (laughs) So, Slipplessly, she was also in The Flintstones. Um, Wait, Oh, yeah, Rosie. Rosie Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those were the movies she had done before. I definitely, I don't know if I saw A League of Their Own before I saw this, but man, fucking love that movie. Yeah. It's a Her and film. Madonna, Scissoring. Yes. <laughs> and I'm into it. Yeah. And I don't I don't remember any of that film. I know that I saw it in my youth, but. Wow, Gina Davis, hot AF. <laughs> yes. Lori Petty, like, Wait, on the spectrum. Did you say you haven't seen this? <clears throat> I have, but I don't remember any of it. Like, <sighs> should that it, count it as I like stick never in my? Seen? Oh my god! I watched this movie literally seventeen times, like easily. Like it was always on. Seventeen it was is your number. <laughs> always on TV. That's my made up number that I go to. <laughs> I haven't. Watch. I've seen that movie seventeen times. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay, but then after, sorry, after she mm-hmm. did Now and Then, she did Harriet the Spy, Tarzan, and wait for it, drumroll, Hedwig and the Angry Inch. What? What? She, it's like on, on her credit. Uh, it's on her credit, man. Oh, okay. oh, oh, because of, because uh, of the talk show. Yeah. That yeah. she's on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Right, 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 right. I was right. like, why was she credited with this? That's right. That's because it was actually. That's right. <laughs> It's amazing. That's uh, awesome. Because that was a clip. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. Actually, that's really cool. Isn't I it? so I have this friend Eric who he used to come visit me. He w- we like knew each other in Florida, and then he moved to Boston, and then I moved to New York, and he would come up to New York, and we would go to the Russian Turkish baths, and then like go to Chinatown for soup dumplings. Ah, uh, that friend. We'd like sweat it out. Yeah. And then go for soup dumplings. But we, like, when we were on the train, we would always play this game where we would try and link, like, the two different, like, 
famous people, okay. like, through movies. Like, Six Degrees. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, not with Kevin Bacon. All, yeah. You know. <laughs> you expanded. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, and that, Rosie is a great conduit yes. for linking. Ah, because of that talk show. Yeah. I've, and I've been thinking about that game a lot. I'm like, God, I was so good at that game. <laughs> and there was times when we would be playing it. And, like, other people, and, like, people on the train do not interact with you in New York, like. Right. And that's fine. You don't really necessarily want them to. But when right. we would play this game, people would, like. Chime in. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> really, like, ping out and be, like, trying to help us, like, figure out the link. It was. You guys was, making friends on the it subway? Was great. It was great. And then we'd go to Heidelberg's, which was, like, this German bar. Oh. And there was, like, all these characters there, and they'd give us, like, cured meat, and we would just. Drink the night away playing this fucking game. That's Breeze amazing. New I love York it. days, performer life. Yeah. yeah. I know. I love hearing about your New York times. Yeah. Good times. I don't miss much. I miss that. That's <laughs> oh, man. Last I'm great at that game. Yeah. Challenge me. <laughs> I love Fine. it. I love it. Don't, don't worry. We'll play later. Hey team, this is Editing Megan here again, and we are going to go ahead and cut there for today. So hope you enjoyed um, part one of Now and Then, another great 90s pick by Brie, and um, we will continue our conversation with part two next time, and we will kick off that conversation talking about Demi Moore and where she was at in her career at this point, um, since we just finished up talking about Rosie O'Donnell. So hope you guys enjoyed the fun anecdotes of our origin stories with this film um, and all the fun backstory that we had and uh, relating to this as, you know, women um, and, uh, and, and this coming-of-age story. So catch you guys in two weeks' time. Okay, thanks, bye! Thanks for listening, y'all. You can follow us on Instagram at waityouhaven'tseenthat and also check out our website for some sweet, sweet merch. And if you want to see the circus in action, become a Patreon member for exclusive reaction videos and extra Princess Tegan content. If y'all were here for the shitstorm that was our pod, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. Tegan Wu sure would appreciate it.